Hey, it's Kanzano. I appreciate you making this podcast part of your day. Make sure you subscribe if you want more and leave us some feedback. Away we go. Initialize sequence. Welcome to The Baldcast, a production of John Kanzano's Baldface Truth. Got some great high school football championships in the state of Oregon taking place this week. I'm a little bummed that the uh, high school championship games are uh, also taking place on Friday and not Saturday in some cases. 6A championship game is going to be on Friday. But uh, Matthew Palumbo, longtime broadcaster, he's got uh, the pulse of high school sports, college sports. He's got a pulse in general. Matthew Palumbo joining us to talk about it. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. Good to be here with you and Anna and, uh, and Judith. Great. Give me an idea, Matthew. Uh, high school championship football season. You know, you've been in the state of Oregon. What comes to mind? How big is this to kids and parents and families in schools in the state when we get to this point of the season? Well, the good news is it'll be a clear day. It'll be cold, so bundle up. You're going to be at Hillsborough Stadium. It's a wonderful venue. And to have uh, two caliber teams like Central Catholic and Tualatin together, their fan bases are going to travel exceptionally well. It's a bummer, yeah, that it's noon on Friday, but obviously that'll give people a lot of time to get home and, and get ready for that last installment of whatever game you want to call it. But obviously uh, uh, big things are happening at 5.30 p.m. after that game. All right. The the uh, Obviously you mentioned the teams that are – going to be playing in the game. How do they match up in your mind? What should people be uh, be looking for? I think it's a great story, John. I mean, both of these teams lost in the semifinals uh, a year ago. Uh, they've kind of vanquished their demons to get back. Actually, these two teams met in 2021, and the Rams uh, came out on top uh, pretty convincingly, yeah, 44 to 14. And, uh, and then Central Catholic you know, goes to Westland, takes on the uh, prohibitive uh, favorites, as the number four seed, and the, they won a very wonky game, and then uh, nobody saw what Tualatin was going to do. They went up against the defense and only given up 35 points, uh, and they went out and uh, scored 42 points. They scored more points against their opponent than their opponent had given up the entire season. So there's going to be explosive plays and dynamic players all over the field. You've been at this a long time. You've seen a lot of big games in the state, and uh, you know I think you know we also have a, a Civil War football game on Friday. That is a big deal. Uh, get, you know, frame all of this for us, Matthew. Like, you know, some people are going to have to choose between going to one game, going to the other game, watching a game, listening on the radio. I mean, you've been around. What advice do you give to people who want to take in parts of both? Uh, first of all, if you're domesticated, get your honey-do list done uh, and make sure that you've got time <laughs> to do this. <laughs> uh, you know, there's going to be a lot going on with family members traveling, you know, here and there in everywhere. I think the great thing about, you know, the medium, you know, that I was listening to you on my pad, people can do it on the radio, NFXH, like they're doing the game, they can watch a live broadcast. There's just so many ways we can do this now, and there's there's going to be an opportunity. It's just going to be one of those fun days, I think, that very few people are ever going to forget, and I think, you know, a championship game for high school is one thing. Uh, the end of a 127-year rivalry uh, has a lot of other emotions involved in it. Yeah, Matthew Palumbo with us. He is our correspondent, uh, Central Catholic Tualatin, for all, all the marbles, 1230 
uh, uh, game on Friday, uh, taking place on Friday. Um, and then you have, obviously, the Civil War game at 5.30 on Fox, if you're watching it on TV. Um, are, are you going to the game, or what are you doing? What's, uh, what's your plan? Oh, I begged everybody in the in the industry for a credential. Uh, I happened to probably be uh, speeding around a, a place where you and I met each other. Uh, you know, last week I'll probably be there doing what I do to subsidize wanting to be a broadcaster. But we'll have the game on there, and uh, it, it's something obviously uh, near and dear to me as a, a graduate of Oregon State. Yeah, give me an idea, Matthew. You know, you're you're you know, you talk about broadcasting, wanting to be in the business. You've worked for a long time. I know you interned at TV stations. You've worked in the business. I know you've called games at small college games. You know, uh, why do you love it? Why do you want to be around it? I think it's simple. I've told this story before, but I I, I grew up going to sleep uh, to Bill Shongley's broadcast, and it was great because it was my bedtime. You know, he'd say, you know, basketball fans, wherever you may be, good night, everybody, and my dad turn off the radio. Uh, I dedicate most of what I do to that 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 idea, and especially at this level, John, it's it's a passion. I've become old enough now that I'm a second generation. I'm calling games of you know kids. You know, I, I went to school with their their mother or their father. And, I mean, I'm going to get that opportunity uh, all over this weekend. And, and to me, it, it's a real blessing to have that uh, the this thing that they can get a digital copy of or and all that kind of stuff. It will live in posterity. It's their Super Bowl. It's mine. Every time I go out there, uh, I want to call it like I'm a fan. Love that. I love the passion that you have for it. And I think you capture uh, the emotion and the importance of it. Matthew Palumbo with us. Uh, all right, this this six A championship. Um, you know the OSAA took a lot of heat, Matthew, for seeding the way they did, and so you don't have one versus two. Uh, what did you make of the seeding process? Do we have the two best teams? What do we have in this this six A championship game? I think anybody would have said in that Westland Central Catholic game because it was the championship game the year before. Uh, how can you have that be in the semifinals? And there was a lot of complaints. I'd say uh, from. Uh, certain entities about where Central Catholic uh, got their seating. I think they nailed it uh, with Sherwood and Tuol. And, and a lot of people, when I walked into Hillsborough Stadium, because the Bowman's defense is so good at Sherwood, they've given up literally no points. The first thing that people said, that said Tualatin will score, and they did it in bunches. Their quarterback, uh, gosh, I mean, uh, Nolan Keeney's got a Division One arm. He went out and threw six touchdowns to two interceptions over 400 yards, and 300 of them go to his outstanding receiver, uh, Jaden Fortier, who you will not be able to miss wearing the number eight. And then on the other side of the ball, John, I'm going to tell you right now, uh, the, the bevy of talent at Central Catholic is pretty crazy. Watch for Mannix Carpenter, even though he's a nose tackle center playing uh, you know, right tackle. Uh, he's a defensive and offensive lineman of the year in the state. Crew Newman, their quarterback, maybe a better runner, but, man, he can throw the ball and he's got weapons. And then watch out for Timmy Mitchell, Jr. This guy is electric. I mean, if he gets in special teams or catches it, you know, with space, he's going to make things uh, happen. I think this is a real opportunity for Tualatin, you know, to kind of get rid of it. But you got to understand, Central Catholic, John, since 2019, they've been playing for the right. They lost in the semifinals last year. If there wasn't COVID, you're talking about three, four championships in a row. Pedigree. When we look at the semifinal games, Central beat West Lynn 12-7. And uh, as you mentioned, Tualatin 42-23 over Sherwood. 
very different kinds of games. What do you expect? What style of game are we going to see? Low scoring, high scoring, something in between? I just don't think there's any way you can get away from the fact that there's so much speed on the field. Uh, I think, you know, the, the energy and all of the hype around it, uh, I could see it being a knockdown, drag out, like, huge scoring game, or it could be the exact opposite. I just think that the skill position players, John, are too good for it not to be high scoring. I just, I I, I, I'd say right now, if you had to handicap it, I'll say Central Catholic 35, Wallet and 31. I'm sure it's not what the Timberwolves fans want to hear, but I can tell you, uh, they were resilient against that Bowman you know, team. And I'll tell you something about Central Catholic. You know, Lakers gave them a little bit of a run in the quarterfinals. They got them 0-0 through one. And then they went out and scored on six consecutive possessions. you got to understand, when you have that kind of talent, it will come and the cream will rise to the top every time. And I expect it for both teams on Friday. Matthew Palumbo all over the 6A championship. Have you looked at any of the other brackets and the other divisions, or are you mostly focused on the 6A? So I got to do a few other games, and I'll actually be doing some broadcasting on, on Saturday. I'll tell you what I did on Saturday for the first time, John, and it was weird. I called 1A, and I know you guys were having a laugh about this around five. Let's talk about it. Yeah. I've, never, I, I, I've, I've never seen six-on-six six football, so imagine that you're playing basketball on AstroTurf. Imagine that if you get the ball directly hiked to you, you can't cross the line of scrimmage. I called a play-by-play call that went 38 seconds. It was nuts. I've never seen <laughs> I love it, it ever. I mean, it was like back and forth, and like all of us were, you know, I mean, we were morons. We were like, run. Well, the rules say that you can't. And so it was just <laughs> on forever and ever, and it was like we must have looked like uh, like like kittens, like you know, with like catnip. I mean, we were looking back and forth. We could not figure out what was going on. It was. I was very discombobulated, but we we rallied back when we got back to eleven on eleven, and then all was right with the world. You know, it's. I went and watched the six man six man championship years ago, and it was fun. And you had kids that were playing that you know were all farmers and ranchers and kids from eastern oregon and from communities that just didn't have enough to play you know they have to play uh eight-man football or six-man football and in you know you've got i think it really makes a fun game but i i still think division one matthew should be the biggest division and the fact that it goes the opposite direction is mind i was gonna have fun when you when you had six a like sex a i mean it's, it's i don't know i mean it's just there's six you know it was just it's I don't know why they do it. I mean, there's teams called, like, Special League One. I'm like, I don't even know. I mean, is this like an A-team episode? I don't know why they do what they do there. I just know 6A is the highest grade of football or basketball or baseball that you can play in the state of Oregon. In the 5A championship, it'll be number one Wilsonville playing uh, Mountain View of Bend, Oregon, the number three seed on Friday. And, you know, give us an idea. You know, you've seen across divisions. It's... You know, is there a huge gap in your mind as you go from, you know, 1A to 2A to 3A to 4 I mean, is there a discernible difference or, you know, is it like a, uh, you know, a, a middleweight could never beat a heavyweight? Like, you tell me. Uh, I mean, I think that 5A, 6A argument is pretty important. And I think actually because of Sherwood, it might be the most important. I remember I graduated from Lake Oswego High School. Uh, a guy uh, by the name, I believe, of Stephen Long, you know, came to Lake Oswego from Sherwood, and it kind of knocked them down back to, like, this 5A level. Now, they comported themselves in that semifinal like they are 6A, and in that swap between Tigard 
all of that Wilsonville. I mean, you're talking about maybe the the biggest like you know amount of talent the state has. And I'll say that Wilsonville program was built uh, by Casey Carpenter. That's Mannix Carpenter's uh, father. Uh, he and I went to Oregon State together. His kid, you know, is getting looks, you know, here on the West Coast and maybe some Ivy League schools. And that program down in Wilsonville, no joke. I mean, like they they they've got a good thing going on down there. That'll be a a tough game. We put Wilsonville in the 6A bracket. You're saying they could rattle around in there a little bit. Well, I mean, I mean, look, I, I'll tell you. I mean, it used to be Wilson. It became Ida B. Wells, and there's this team called Nelson. I'm like Nelson, who? I mean, it was like it is kind of changing around, and, and obviously with districting and all the things that are going on, I, I I would assume that you know that Wilsonville could. I mean, like, I mean, really, if you just go what 40 minutes to the south, you know, tell me because we don't hear a lot about the Central Valley and you know South Salem and when I grew up, uh, you know, those teams from Roseburg and Medford. I mean, most of the talent does kind of get into that Eugene Portland area but I mean it's all over the state but I, I think any team in the 5A uh, on a good day would take many 6A teams you know deep deep playoff runs I mean it's just that's how they that's how they district it in the 4A bracket you've got the Henley Hornets of Klamath Falls shout out to 960 AM an affiliate here uh, that carries the show and and you've got Marist in Eugene, it says the number two seed. They'll play Saturday at 5 o'clock, so there's no Civil War interference on that game. I want to give some love to the uh, to the 4A bracket as well. Matthew Palumbo, you're the best. We'll get you back on. Maybe we'll get you back on next week and, and uh, talk about the fallout from the games. Absolutely, John. I appreciate it very much. All right, there he is, our correspondent on the scene, Matthew Palumbo. Good stuff there. Leave it here. Some parting thoughts coming up from Stephen and I. Can we play Fun Fact or Nah coming up? Can we do that? Can that be the last thing we do before Thanksgiving? We interrupt this broadcast with a special announcement from the Bald Face hey, Sorry Truth. to interrupt the podcast, but if you want to listen to more of the Bald Face Truth Radio Show, including more of this segment that you're listening to, make sure you subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes to the Bald Face Truth Radio Show. Thanks for listening.